Ceiling Breakers is where we showcase everyday women doing extraordinary things. It's where we pull out the unspoken stories that validate our experiences and unifies us as women. Join us as we defy the narrative and highlight Wichita women as non-conforming, patriarchy-shattering, ceiling-breaking leaders who empower us to own our stories and live our dreams. All right, we are live from the Hive for a very special episode of Silly Breakers with Renee and Stacy. Uh, we're like fangirling over here yeah. over our guests. Uh, we are here. Uh, we have guests here in Wichita, specifically for the 17th annual Tallgrass Film Festival. Uh, welcome to Wichita, ladies. Thanks for being here. Thanks for having us. I'll give you a quick introduction, and then we'll kind of dive into it. Lenita Cook is an author, a film critic, and a morning show host at the. Um, KCTV5 News, Kansas City. She's the owner of her own entertainment company, Cookie, Cookie Lane, and is a mentor with the Kansas City Women in Film and Television Program. So welcome, Juanita. Thank you. And uh, Yasmin Mystery is an animator and a member of the 2019 Tallgrass Filmmaker Advisory Board. Thanks for joining us. Yeah. And Grace Hahn, is it Hahn? Yes. Or people's name wrong. Grace Hahn is a producer and assistant director uh, for the Friday evening stubbornly independent gala once gala film Once Upon a River. So we're excited to see that. Yay! So glad you guys are here. I know we're like mm -hmm. And Andrew is joining us from the high. We are live here and she's helping us. This is kind of a we're in the big the big room today. Mm -hmm. yeah. So so thanks for joining us. Um, so I apologize in advance if there's any background noise. <laughs> <laughs> I think I keeping think it it'll be great. Right yeah, we're yeah. just always keeping it real. <laughs> so we're just we're just glad when we have sound. That's really. <laughs> um, That's so yeah, so we were really excited to have the opportunity. Um, if you guys we uh, aren't familiar with the uh, film festival, we talked to, um, a little bit about that last week mm -hmm. um, and just kind of what the festival is. But it's a great uh, independent film festival we have here annually in Wichita every year. It's just so cool, and we get um, filmmakers, we get directors, we get people coming, you know, from LA and everywhere. And we just love to have um, specifically that focus on women in film, which I think we Tallgrass does a great job of of doing that. So um, yeah, we kind of want to do. We want to just jump in. Yeah, let's jump in. I kind of wanted to know how you guys knew, like, when did you know you wanted to get into film of any aspect? Like, how did you, when, when did that moment occur? I'll go ahead and start, because yeah. I, I don't really feel like I had one. Yeah. I think, uh, so I went, I went to school initially to study um, writing, and I thought it might be, like, you know, narrative or something of the sort. Mm -hmm. um, but then it was one of those things where, as I started indoctrinating myself into that artistic community in our university specifically um folks started to see that my more dominant traits of <laughs> organization and communication and collaboration um really really made me a good candidate for like management mm -hmm. so I kind of then just kind of slipped into the filmmaking community there, mm -hmm. slipped into the filmmaking community in Chicago, <laughs> yeah. and I haven't left because it's so great. Yeah. Um, but I think it, it's kismet. It's not It's not a bad thing by any means, but I don't think I ever had an aha moment, or, and I didn't grow up being like, uh, I'm Spielberg. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> which, which so many folks do, yeah. and like that is something to admire for sure. If anything, I've envied that sometimes sure. because 
you know, as a producer and as a woman, it's like, what are the next steps? Uh What am I Uh supposed to do next? Yeah. Yeah. Um, Because there's not a lot of clear options of folks who have been, you know, increasingly, yeah, yeah, Yeah. increasingly successful in this field in particular. So um, I'm kind of just taking it as it goes. You get to be the trailblazer. Yeah. Yeah. Show young girls and young women how you know what the what the options are. Yeah. 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 Pretty cool. <laughs> so when did you decide you were going to be a film critic? Oh, man. <laughs> and, and, and let me, let me just preface that with I am the worst film critic on the planet. <laughs> and because I'm not very critical, I um, have been doing Better KC for a couple years now and the previous host, I, I would give my critique and she'd go, so do you mean you didn't like it? <laughs> and I'd be like, okay, okay, I didn't like Make it. Me say it again. You know, so, so I've had to ease into it. I, I, yeah. I think my job is to be a liaison between the artist, artist and the audience, and so I try to be uh, reverential of both. Sure. Uh, and, and so um, have these kind of compassionate c- critiques. Uh, and, and the way that I got into it, uh, my background is in theater, and I thought I wanted to be a playwright. Mm-hmm. And when I was an undergrad, I wrote this play, and I'm so proud of myself. Mm-hmm. And our advisor read it, and he was like, I couldn't put it down, but it's completely inappropriate <laughs> for the stage. <laughs> 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 Have you thought about writing a book? And I was so mad. I was like, I'm a playwright. <laughs> 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 I mean, like, <laughs> and, and, uh, and then I thought, oh, well, maybe I'm a fiction writer. Mm-hmm. And, and so I started writing fiction kind of in the transition out of traditional publishing and self-publishing. Uh, and so I wanted to learn um, how to self-publish because most of the writers that I was working with wanted to sell it was like the thing and so I said I don't know this this avenue and in studying it the biggest thing that I learned is that you have to build your own platform mm-hmm. and so I started reviewing books to do that for myself sure. and realize that I'm reviewing like one book a month and I'm publishing one review yeah. a month mm-hmm. and that wasn't gaining me any traction I said but if I review films I can do (laughs) several a week and that's how I got into uh, being a film critic but uh, there's this part of me that loves to volunteer and loves to serve Um, and and so I was able to serve more artists more local artists um, reviewing films Mm -hmm. and so that's kind of where that started and here I am yeah yeah Um, and I kind of fell into filmmaking as well um, as, um, in terms of animation that was something I always wanted to do as yeah. a kid I was like I'm going to be a Disney animator yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'd watch all the films my poor friends would have to sit through their credits but I was like my name is going to be in those credits one day uh, now if you see my films they're very different than Disney <laughs> um, I'm working on a series of animated documentaries um, where kids in the foster care system get a chance to tell their own stories so yeah. definitely not Disney stories sure. but um so I actually fell into the, like the filmmaking part and the directing and producing through that project. Um, oh. I basically have been volunteering with Foster Youth for the last like 12 years. Um, yeah. Knew I wanted to tell their stories and use my skills as an animation to help them have a voice. Yeah. Um, and I thought, like, this is like six years ago now, I thought I was going to um, talk to a bunch of foster youth, you know, get like an hour or two of information, mm-hmm. cut it into one like 10 minute mm-hmm. film, and that was my yeah. project. Yeah. Uh, and what happened was um, every youth we spoke to talked between three and nine hours. 
And I was like, oh, wow. The wow. need for this is greater than yeah. I thought. Yeah. And so I was like, I can't make this an animated film because I will be animating for the rest of my life. Yeah. Um, and so I, we decided, with my editor, we decided to make it into a series of short films, uh, documentary short films, um, where we would mix animation and live action. Mm, yeah. So I had to learn about live action filmmaking. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and so I just joined a bunch of like filmmaker collaborators and started working with mm -hmm. other people um, in the film industry. Um, and sort of learned on the spot how to direct yeah. and produce. Wow, I love how That's both awesome. of your stories talk about pivoting. Yeah. yeah, you thought you were gonna go in one direction uh -huh. and really this worked better. And especially, you know, with the time constraints, it's like, I can only do this amount of work, so how do I do mm -hmm. what right. I love right. yeah. and maximize yeah. it? Yeah, right. mm -hmm. it's great. Well, and I also so love the, the a common theme of, I don't know how to do this, but I'm gonna learn how yes. to do it. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. it's just that kind of fearlessness of, you know, um, just not accepting that sort of barrier of, yeah. I don't know how to do this, so now I'm stopped here. Like, you, right. you are working it, with and, others and who know continue. and you yeah. collaborate. Yeah. I think that's yeah. something, we've talked, talked about it here on different shows and different things here at the hive that you know women women tend to just like we just know how to collaborate a lot of times <laughs> that we have yeah. to have to do that partner yeah. and um, mm -hmm. so it's cool to hear that and and yes I was gonna ask you about Casa so that's so cool that you're that you're yeah. doing that giving really giving them a voice yeah. literally well, yeah, right, right upstairs yeah. I know they're yeah. right upstairs yeah <laughs> yeah so actually when I filmed uh, screen yeah. at Tallgrass I guess two years ago this is my third year in a row being mm -hmm. back at Top Grass, which is awesome. awesome. <laughs> um, but the first screening we did here, um, Casa was actually the sponsor uh -huh. um, of cool. our screening, which is awesome. And for anybody who doesn't know, Casa is court appointed special advocates, and yeah. it's a nationwide yeah. uh, program. And I work in the one in New York City, but we've been yeah. partnering all over the country with different Casas. So yeah. It's yeah, really so cool, cool to be working. Yeah. That's my with favorite this one. part about women really emerging, and I mean, mm -hmm. you know, the female filmmakers is that those you know, our stories that are, are now being told that hadn't been previously. And so, you know, the foster care and, and children in foster care definitely is a story that I think so many people need to understand mm -hmm. and hear. Yeah. So, I, yeah, definitely. Awesome locally dealing that. with a lot of that where people need to understand yes. and, and know the story. Yep. And know, right. and there's a lot of stigma and there's a lot of, yeah. you know, people's just like, I guess, their own beliefs and their own opinions yeah. and it's like no we need to be so that's a great thing yeah. that you're doing there are a lot of stereotypes and we're trying yeah. to break them yes yeah so. for sure so that kind of brings us to our we always want to ask this and usually when, when any any show that we have but um kind of want to know like the challenges you guys have faced as as being um specifically a woman in the, in the film industry um if you face any challenges um or just any challenges in general that maybe aren't like gender focused but mm -hmm. kind of want to dig in a little bit on that yeah. <laughs> well I'll say uh, the challenges that I face besides learning as I go uh, have all been pretty much self-imposed mm -hmm. um, this you know um, and I, I think it's a sneaky sense of doubt um, that it's like just a kernel in you um, but it's it's so big you know mm -hmm. um, and so affecting and uh, I get in these situations and I'm like, everybody here is far more prolific mm -hmm. than I am at, <laughs> sure. at what they're able to do. And then you get to know them and you're like, oh, they're faking it till they make it to me. <laughs> you know, and, and, and even people who appear to have it all together, right. you, yeah. you get to know them and it's like, oh, okay. <laughs> you wake up on a prayer every day too. Yeah. Okay? <laughs> Yeah. yeah, and I think that's something that we all learn from. Mm -hmm. 
I, I don't mean to interrupt you. No, no. I, yeah, I was done. <laughs> <laughs> well, I guess jumping off of that too, it's I'm I'm fairly young in the industry. Mm-hmm. Um, I've been working um, professionally in Chicago for about three years now. Mm-hmm. Um, and I started right off the bat producing feature films, which is like kind of yeah. nuts. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> willingly admit that. Um, so inevitably, I learned very quick a lot of you know intricate details about this particular industry in this particular city, and mm-hmm. um, I think that was that became intimidating to me, and it became intimidating to a lot of folks who I had the potential of working with. Mm-hmm. Um, and however that expressed itself, because for everyone those anxieties and concerns are always expressed mm-hmm. differently, but I feel like sometimes. Um, it just prevented positive steps from happening. Mm-hmm. Happening. Um, a lot of it fueled by that self-doubt, thinking sure. about yourself too much, or thinking about how others are thinking about you. Um, so then, it, I think, it, especially in the past year, I've really tried to focus on thinking of like, a, we're so lucky and privileged to be able to be doing something yeah. that we appreciate so much. So it's like, we, we really gotta, mm-hmm. you know, take everything for how much of a positive experience it can be yeah. every potential collaborator could also be like a potential friend like <laughs> yeah. that sounds so lame but, but I, it's yeah. True. Yeah. I yeah, really yeah. want to yeah. be like friends and I want everything to be mutual support mm-hmm. and I'm like and I think that maybe also is like a lucky thing of still kind of being young and st- still learning so much about yeah. this industry yeah. I look at other people's relationships and I'm like oh I love that mm-hmm. that I should probably watch out for it. You know? <laughs> yeah. Like you don't want to get into that kind of a relationship with mm-hmm. someone that's not mutually beneficial yeah. and not mm-hmm. mutually supportive. Mm-hmm. So, in a similar way, I I feel that the like expectations you have for yourself and that other people have for you sure. are a bit yeah. of a roadblock. Sure. Have you had any negative negative feedback for being so young? Of like, who do you think you are? Um, <laughs> it's much quieter than that. Yeah, I think we all yeah. know that. It's, yeah, it's like it's from a hiring standpoint. Mm-hmm. You just won't get hired. Or, um, or folks who are not in your role, which as a producer, I mean, not necessarily on set all the time, but in prep, when I have folks telling me that I'm doing something the wrong way, mm. it's like, there's that initial moment of like, they're judging me because they think they've been doing yeah. this longer and they know yeah. better. Yeah. But I know that it'll work for me, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. So then you kind of have to take that negative feedback and be like, okay, okay this is what you think, this is what right. I think, mm-hmm. let's try and think about the project right. and what's going to be best mm-hmm. for the project and not necessarily for our egos. Yeah. Right. Yeah. <laughs> 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 I think probably is the, probably the toughest thing to do is, you know, you have that kind of self-doubt or whatever and you're having to remind yourself in that way that, you know, having them question what you're doing absolutely amplifies the self-doubt that you already <laughs> yeah, have. Yeah, and so yeah. then you're like, you know, like you said, almost a panic. Like, oh my gosh, is this, you know, really doing it wrong? And so being able to, I, I mean, I like what you said about kind of really being able to, to consider that and stop and go, wait a second, this isn't necessarily wrong. This is just the way that I do it. And how can we, you know, come to it? And, and one thing that I also like to think about is, you know, they're gatekeepers for a reason. Mm-hmm. And then as we move forward, um, at least for me, um, you realize that the gatekeeper that you uh, kind of 
bump up against the most is yourself. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, And it's the conditioning. It's the, I'm young, I'm a woman, I'm a this, I'm a that. But, and, and... I do believe that kind of the obstacle is the way. Mm-hmm. Uh, I know we try to uh, like kind of brush over things that might make us seem like an other, but that's kind of what makes us more valuable. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, it mm-hmm. makes us interesting in the room. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Do any, do you have an experience? And I noticed you mentioned, you know, friendship is important and, you know, but also mutually beneficial. You know, I personally have found as a business owner, as a woman in particular, that it's really hard um, to kind of distinguish between that friendship and this is business. Um, whereas yeah. for men, it seems to be much easier to kind of be like, mm. this is a business deal. You know, no hard feelings. This is a business deal. This is how we do business. And I feel like for me as a woman, and I know other women I know, that it's a little bit more, but we're also friends, so I don't want to hurt their feelings, and there's much more <laughs> compassion involved in it. So how have you handled situations you've had like that where it really does come down to hey this isn't mutually exclusive anymore you know we are friends but this is business that's a really great question um and it is something that you come across Mm -hmm. when you have working relationships like that and my biggest thing is just like communication Mm -hmm. and I'll constantly be kicking myself if I you know wasn't clear with someone up front or Mm -hmm. needed to clean up a mess later that you know was caused by me not being explicit enough about responsibilities or mm-hmm. or scope or anything like that, mm-hmm. that might have caused um, someone else some hardship as well. Yeah. So, but those are always just lessons, mm-hmm. and those little reminders help you say like, okay, yes, I, mm-hmm. that is a, an important focus when you have a relationship mm-hmm. like this. Because I I really I as much as I like don't want to say it, I do understand that idea mm-hmm. of like this like male separation of of like work and play Mm -hmm. you're able to compartmentalize yeah Mm Yeah. and then or if Mm -hmm. and so if something goes wrong then they'll it's just like oh well that wasn't work that was play or or whatever um and especially (laughs) in the arts too we're always collaborating so and we're always spending god knows how many hours with each other every day so it is hard to make that division Mm -hmm. it really is we've been lucky I think that yeah. we haven't had a lot of like issues and everything is so collaborative and mm-hmm. for at least with my project like because mm-hmm. it is kind of a passion project right so I think everybody we've had involved is very passionate about the subject mm-hmm. um, so I think I actually am fine with it being both friends and like <laughs> collaborators because yeah. I kind of want that mm-hmm. um, I found the worst ones have been when we've hired somebody just straight like you get a full fee, you get, you know, a lot of people work for like a discount, right? Um, Because they're passionate about the project and people who are just coming on board because for the money or for, you know, Mm -hmm. for the actual, which is rare to say, but for indie film, but like, I feel like that's been the worst collaborations. The best have been when they have been people who are just passionate about the project and wanting to help you and it's Mm -hmm. natural, exactly. Mm -hmm. Well, it ends up being that mutually beneficial thing, even though it is business, it can still be that emotionally. Well, I might be the different one here. Uh, I consider myself um, kind and compassionate and loving and embracing and all these great things, but I'm not nice. And um, I, you know, there have been situations where I've been like, hey, we need this person to sign an NDA. And, and, you know, uh, for these reasons. Mm -hmm. Um, And, you know, how about everybody sign NDAs? You know what I mean? Or whatever. And it's, it's pushed, I get a little pushback. Uh, 
but if you just da, 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 maybe you'll like her maybe mm-hmm. I, I, yeah. we're not talking about emotions here right, right. and 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 I because I'm a little bit older I have no qualms mm-hmm. about mm-hmm. telling you where I stand mm-hmm. um, if you want to be friends we can earn that from each other um, but when we when we step up to the plate, let's play ball. I think that's yeah. part of the conditioning you talked about, and I think mentioning you know, kind of being older. I, I know just for myself personally, that's something that I've learned as I've gotten mm-hmm. older. That you know, when I was younger, it was very much the you know, I just want everyone to be happy yeah. and everyone to like me. <laughs> yeah. Everyone, and, you know, yeah. it was that people pleasing like to the nth degree. And as I've gotten older, I've learned that nice and compassionate and like those are all different and and you can be compassionate and kind and collaborative but also set your boundaries yes and you know and boundaries is a huge thing for me um and so and learning that and and, understanding mm -hmm. that they don't have to you know i think again you know we sometimes are conditioned otherwise yeah exactly (laughs) and and for people who are struggling with it you know i would urge you to think about um, the project itself uh, Mm -hmm. deserves that protection. Mm -hmm. It deserves Mm -hmm. the same kind of compassion that you would give Mm -hmm. to the person. If you're going to do it, let it be its best version of itself. Mm -hmm. And if it requires something that feels kind of emotionally wonky Mm -hmm. because of the way we're conditioned, Mm maybe protect the project yeah. so that yeah it can be successful right. and you can all right. succeed you yeah. Know? yeah so yeah, yeah for sure right. yeah tell us a little bit about this uh the film festival life like you guys go is there like are you going to several of these over the year <laughs> i've always like i'm always yeah. curious like mm-hmm. when we get people here in wichita like <laughs> tell tell us about that that life you guys are just living your best film festival life <laughs> <laughs> Critic flies. I'm so curious. Oh no, I I actually don't um, go to a lot of festivals. Um, I I've only been to a few. There are more that I want to go to. Uh, I didn't know that it was a thing that people like festival yeah. hopped. Mm-hmm. I met somebody and she was like, "Yeah, I'm gonna be a true false, and I'm gonna be a tall <laughs> grass, and I'm gonna be a tip." And I was like going to all that you know (laughs) you know uh so I usually um start out my year uh doing something bigger like Sundance and then uh the a part of the the way that I got into festival service was a friend of mine worked for Sundance Institute Mm -hmm. and I wasn't in film at all Mm -hmm. and she said we hadn't seen each other and she said I'm going to be volunteering for the festival do you want to come as a volunteer and we can hang and I said sure and that was 13 years ago and I went back every year because it was like the vacation I needed (laughs) and she was like yeah I'm done with that (laughs) and 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 I went and maybe six years in, I said, why am I coming all the way from Kansas City to Park City to serve these filmmakers, which I love. I love being there when these filmmakers' dreams come true. It's mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. being a part of that is so awesome. Sure. But I wasn't doing anything in Kansas City mm-hmm. to support my own community. And so in terms of my mm-hmm. festival going, I tried to um, be a nuclear to, mm-hmm. to my home. Yeah, yeah, that's great. Makes sense. That's, great. that's awesome. Yeah. 
I think I sound more like the filmmaker you were talking about. <laughs> um, so in the series I've been talking about, we're on the fourth film in the series um, that's on the festival circuit, and we've been producing them one a year. So yeah. I have just been back-to-back on the festival circuit for the last four years. Wow. Um, the latest film has probably been in about 50 festivals. I obviously can't make it to all of them, but between our team, a lot of our team is in different places, so mm -hmm. we try to get to as many of them as we can, and I try to get to as many of them as I can, so I think I've just been like nonstop uh, traveling. <laughs> yeah, I've just, but I was actually saying, I just flew in this morning, and I yeah. was like, I'm like, after this, I really just want to be like in my apartment <laughs> and like yeah. in my own bed for like a few weeks. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I'm sure. Yeah. yeah. Well, we're glad you're here. Yes. yes. No, I love Tallgrass. I wouldn't miss it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean, I haven't, I guess I haven't had the opportunity to be festival hopping that much. I, I have films that have, um, have been uh, what marinating and mm -hmm. are finally coming to completion now a couple years after shooting them. So um, I guess only in the past like nine months have I really been like, Oh wow! <laughs> Not only do you have these amazing opportunities to have something so precious to you exist beyond you, but also the fact that sometimes you get to go is yeah. still like kind of mind blowing to me. <laughs> I'm not a travel person, and I never have been, so that it's very exhausting for me. Sure, sure. Um, but it's also like the most amazing. Um, it's it's like a it's a congratulations, it's a celebration, it's an mm -hmm. introduction to all these different people and different yeah. things. Um, at the same time, I have um, my director, Harula, who mm -hmm. totally wanted to be here because shouts to Tallgrass. I've heard this is like the most fun festival and I've already yeah. been having the best time. I've already been having the best yeah. time and she was like, she was like, oh, I can't I have to be in Italy. Uh, <laughs> I was like, yeah. oh, you can't be oh, in Italy. <laughs> compliment, but she's like, I, I have to be in Italy. I have to be in Italy. I can't go to Wichita. <laughs> no, but I just think it's so That's amazing awesome. that, like, yeah. at the same time, awesome. Palermo <laughs> yeah. and Wichita were both like, yeah. So I'm curious, too, you know, we, we have learned a little bit, you know, about your film and, and why you're here, um, but tell us more about the film that yeah. is yeah. going to more. be here. Yeah, so Once Upon a River um, yeah. is based off of a best-selling novel mm -hmm. um, called, uh, by the same name, written by uh, Bonnie Jo Campbell. Mm -hmm. She's an incredible writer out of Michigan, and she's also been, like, an amazing support throughout mm -hmm. the entire literal, like, Fundraising, scraping oh, together cool. yeah. the resources yeah. to make the movie, nice. and now even in post, like last week, um, uh, the whole crew, like Harula and all of our musicians and Bonnie Joe, went to Nashville, mm -hmm. and they all played at what's the the big cafe, the Bluebird. They oh, all, uh -huh. oh yeah. yeah, they all played the Bluebird, and Bonnie Joe like yeah. read parts of it, oh. and I was like, that's so amazing. Yes. And I'm like, I'm so grateful that she's involved in this process. So anywho, um. Yeah, uh, Harula read the book, was in love with it, and then just wrote a script. Oh, nice. <laughs> emailed Bonnie and was like, can we try to make this yeah. in Chicago? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Is that possible? Um, it is possible. <laughs> uh, we shot about two years ago, wrapped up about seven months ago, and we've kind of been hopping around since. Sure. Um, the 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 it's a, like There's so many elements of the story that I really appreciate, um, and... I mean, one of them is that it's, like, uh, the story of a young woman. Mm -hmm. She's, like, 
I hate the term coming of age because no one really comes yeah. to the same <laughs> place. No one goes to the same place. Right. But but she's like totally transitionary time, mm-hmm. and um, she is a half Native woman not accepted in her community mm-hmm. in 1970s rural Michigan. Mm-hmm. Um, and then her father, who is her um, guardian and provider, dies um, tragically. Yeah. And the question is like, how do you? How, what will do you find to continue yeah. living when you're so young and when you're ostracized and that's a situation that you know unfortunately mm-hmm. is felt by too many people yeah. even yeah. now yeah. Um, very universal very yeah. universal mm-hmm. right and um, and there's uh, so the movie came together in about I think we had 21 shoot days which is relatively short um, yeah. and we shot in like uh <laughs> Uh, up north of Chicago by the Wisconsin border mm-hmm. and um, turned into something really beautiful and lyrical and um, really moving. Every time I watch it, I still really mm-hmm. like There's certain moments that I feel a lot. Mm-hmm. It's, uh, yeah, very we cool. ended up being very, very proud of how it was. Yeah, awesome. yeah. great. We're getting time, guys. We take time. Oh. Um, our podcast likes to stick with 30 minutes and yeah. we have to start and stop that again um yeah so that that's so exciting this is a feature film guys this is friday evening and then the gala afterwards so mm-hmm. i'm i'll be there i'm really excited i actually yeah. got um i was telling them i don't know if you guys all heard my husband and i own a microbrewery here in town and last year he like didn't have time to get away to do any films until like sunday mm-hmm. and so this year he like literally like i thought he'd be able to get away like maybe friday afternoon or maybe a little bit Saturday. he's like i'm i'm free like all day thursday all day the whole week <laughs> so we were like setting like seeking up you know we got the app and we we're like seeking up our like okay if we're gonna do this one and we had like our grid in front of us and we said it was so many we're, people were coming into the brewery yesterday it was like late afternoon and we're just like okay we gotta go to this one well, well this overlaps with this one and the app is so great you guys because yeah. you can just put yeah. your schedule yeah. in it but really yeah is. so we're like literally doing the, the thing all weekend so my birthday's on Sunday and so it yes. always That's falls right. over I forgot right. I forgot yes birthday was yeah. 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 oh wow I always have your birthday my birthday I'm like that's what I want to do and I always joke I'm like they threw a party for my birthday it's like the best time to have a birthday yes it really is okay I'm going to stop for a second I didn't even know I mean I'd heard about it but I always thought oh it's like a film just like film people and like arts people. I don't know. It's not for me. And so it was like a few years ago, I just started, I just went to a couple of like shorts or something mm-hmm. and was like, this is amazing. And we have, we have this every year. I'm like, how did yeah. I not know about this? How did I not know about this? So I think it's definitely spreading. And we have heard that, um, filmmakers love coming here yes. and mm-hmm. like I said people come from all over so I don't know what is it just like our Midwest or like our we always hear Wichita like everybody's friendly like is it just our hospitality or what is it I don't know you guys so, treat the filmmakers awesome yeah. like <laughs> I've been to a lot of festivals yeah. and this is definitely one of my top festivals yeah. Yeah. Um, especially like as a filmmaker who does shorts yeah. um, sometimes kind of the features get all the love yeah, yeah. Um, but you guys like treat all the filmmakers awesome I actually just saw my star on the like walk <laughs> oh. over here walking it was, it was exciting <laughs> Awesome. Um, yeah, so I think Very you guys cool. just like know how to like treat yeah. filmmakers, yeah. and you just make yeah. one big party. It's like yeah. super fun. Yeah. Yeah, we like amazing. fangirl over. Yeah. 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 I know. Well, we really do. I, I know think, we do. You know? We like want to roll out the red carpet for real. Yeah, yeah, yeah and, and just get to meet so many filmmakers yeah. and so many people from all over. It's I do think really that Leela gets a lot of credit for that, even yes. though she yes. is yeah. not mm-hmm. executive director. I mean, mm-hmm. she really was the one who yeah. you know, transformed and created. Yeah, she's an amazing person, and we we feel very proud. Yeah, she's. Yes. <laughs> yeah. 
kind of that hospitality <laughs> mindset where maybe yeah. some don't think that way and mm-hmm. try to take care, make sure you guys are fed. That's a thing here in Kansas. Yeah. You've got to be fed, <laughs> yeah, make yeah. sure, you know, you got to, what are you going to eat? <laughs> What are you going to wear? You know, it's, it's like Speaking that Midwest that, girl. We should shout out that this is the last month of Mama Film at yeah. Revolution. It is. Mm-hmm. And they're going to be moving to um, the Lux. Yes. Just down the street from yes. here. Yes. I know. Exciting. But yeah. we're glad That's it's still going to be around. Yeah. It's exciting. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, we've been able to see some um, some women filmmakers do some cool things here in Wichita mm-hmm. because awesome. of, you know, starting with Tallgrass. So yeah. that's been just really awesome. And it has been fun to watch our local scene, you know, kind of you talking about the nucleus or whatever. Mm-hmm. It has been fun to see our local scene continue to grow and, and our filmmakers. And um, I, I get kind of attached to that a little bit more because my significant other is mm-hmm. an actor. So <laughs> <laughs> that's my life. Um, <laughs> I don't think I can say anything more than that. <laughs> <He's laughs> in commercials and stuff. Yeah, like, I know. I'm like, I know that guy. He's kind of a big deal. Uh, <laughs> no, but it is. It's been really fun to watch that scene continue yeah. to grow as well and have that local you know yeah. we love having the filmmakers come in and meet but it's been fun to watch our local and local uh, female filmmakers too continue to see yeah. you guys yes. and be able to go oh you know this is there is a path for me so that's really been fun to watch I feel like there's always been a big highlight and big spot I guess we actually call it spot spotlight on women filmmakers here I don't know if it's like that at every other festival but it seems like it's always been a big highlight here and a lot of the women in film come here and it's always um, we get we get our lean-in groups and our groups like here at the Hive and all our ladies together and um, go out and see. I know there's some. Um, what's the Sunday one? The oh, I fly can't like a girl. Yeah, fly yeah, like a girl. Yeah, 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 that one. The, that was cool. The girl flew yeah. the period shorts. Yes, I mean, uh-huh. there's always like a. Focus. I know that was so fun. We had that conversation with yeah. Hannah last week, and she was like, "There was a really big common theme this year yeah. of, of films about menstruation and people talking <laughs> yeah. about it." And I was like, "That's." Yeah, you know, something that we, yeah. you know, kind of have always been taught that is this, like, yeah, we don't, we don't talk, talk about, about thing it. and we yeah. don't talk about sure. it. And so telling these stories about <laughs> menstruation, like, that's awesome. Yeah. yeah. So. so I feel like that's always a theme. So we were excited when uh, we were approached. With, did Gray approach us first? And she's like, yeah, mm-hmm. we yeah. should have some, some guests on, uh, tall grass guests on Silly Breakers. And we're like, yes. oh. <laughs> like, we're like, oh. Can we really? It's the big time now. Thanks. Yeah, we're, we feel like we're really famous being able to talk about Yes, so. <laughs> yeah, very cool. All right. Do we want to? I always like to ask what advice you would give to young women who dream of doing what you do. <laughs> or want to figure out how to get into this. What, what advice would that be? Hmm. I know. Tough. Tough I, question. Think, I think that ultimately is a really good question when you have a good answer for it. Because <laughs> I feel like you um, truly will get something sure. so unique. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And. Specific that may also apply to other to other women. Um, my and so mine is going to be very specific to my experience yeah. thus far. But um, I I think one of the things that I'm most proud of myself for having learned um, in the past three years that I've been working in the industry to the past eight years since I've been you know mm-hmm. trying to trying to make movies and make art. Mm-hmm is that um, there is a lot to be gained from taking your time and thinking things through and finding the best possible way to make something happen Mm -hmm. specifically based on who's involved and what it is. Mm -hmm. Um, I feel like in this industry a lot of time there's 
everything's a rush. Mm-hmm. Um, and in life, everything's yeah. a rush. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. I, so I guess, that, like, generally, like, mm-hmm. there there's so much confidence to be gained and there's so much self-respect to be gained from thinking things through and knowing fully that you can accomplish something that you're setting out to accomplish. Critical thinking is huge. Like if you can write five solutions for every problem you have every single time you have a yeah. problem, mm-hmm. you become yeah. so confident in your ability to solve problems. Yeah. And that yeah. really just mm-hmm. comes from taking a mo- sometimes even a moment before yeah. you make a decision. Yeah. 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 Absolutely. And I guess... Um, to that end, I would say be very clear with yourself what your principles and your values are mm-hmm. um, and just don't be afraid to set those expectations because we say set the expectations, mm-hmm. guard the border kind of thing, mm-hmm. but it's so much more difficult. Um, it's easier said than done. Mm-hmm. And so yeah, I would, sure. if I could advise um, anybody, but definitely women just know um what you stand for um know what you believe in Uh, it's okay to change your mind but um it it really is something that will be tested over and over and over again um with every new person that you add to your network they will um you know move that line or try to move that line for you. Be very clear with yourself what that line is. Yeah. 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 Um, I mean, I think my advice for any filmmaker would be to find um, just a project that, like, or a topic that you're passionate about because you just don't know how much work and how long these projects will take um, and how much you just have to fight for for money, you know, everything. Um, So I just say find something that you're passionate about. And then specifically for female filmmakers, I would just say, you know, to just, don't be intimidated. I mean, I was on a panel. It's it's lovely to be in a room full of all women now. <laughs> uh, I was on a panel earlier this week. I think it was 14 people, and I was the only female director. Yeah. Um, so, like, just don't be intimidated. Um, which maybe not the best advice I'm giving because I feel like I was. But, uh, but you know, just keep going and keep yeah. pushing forward and make sure that, like, you know, if you do it and if you get other people to do it, then, like, those right. numbers will change yep. and then it will be 50-50 mm-hmm. at some That's point. Right. That's right. Well, and then it's okay to feel intimidated, but mm-hmm. show up anyway. Yeah. And so, like, that's exactly. what you did, you know? Yep. It's right. okay to feel that yeah. way, but right. you showed up. Right. right. You did it. Exactly. Yeah. exactly. For sure. I love mm-hmm. it. Yay. So, and I was, I was going to ask you, ladies, something, if I can mm-hmm. ask. One, one sure. thing that um, I am always trying to learn um, is as a person, as a woman, as a, as a black woman, um, as an older person, because at this point I'm kind of the older person in the room. <laughs> <laughs> um, it, where do you learn? Where do you learn the best way to defend your position? Once you know who you are, once you know what you stand for, once you, everything, where do you learn the best way to uh, stand your ground? Um, because I, you know, I think I've been in a lot of situations, and I think mm-hmm. we find ourselves as women in a lot of situations right. where um, we need to do that, mm-hmm. um, and and it can't be yelling, it can't mm-hmm. be. Right. I don't think it should be like sabotaging mm-hmm. or like yeah. Yeah. right, yeah, that kind of thing. So I think it's finding safe people who challenge your boundaries. Yeah, you know? mm-hmm. so people that maybe you don't agree with on everything, but you know are, you know, safe communicators. Mm-hmm. 
people who you'll be able to have conversations, disagreements with. I mean, sometimes those are some of the most magical, mm -hmm. you know, conversations is when they don't agree with you, but you're mm -hmm. able to sit down like human beings and talk through it without yelling, without hurting each other's feelings. Right. And then you get to the end of the discussion and maybe you still disagree, but you understand more about the other side because you actually mm -hmm. listened. You mm -hmm. weren't just waiting for the next thing mm -hmm. that you were going to say. And to kind of piggyback on that, I mean, I know that's something that, you know, again, going back to, you know, I was so, um, have always been uncomfortable with confrontation or you know and so it's always been something that I've avoided mm -hmm. and learning how to practice that and yes. practice it in maybe safe arenas but also mm -hmm. you know just learning how to practice you know those confrontational mm -hmm. skills or those you know skills of, of you know keeping your boundaries has just with everything else in my life like yeah. if I do it more and I get more comfortable with it and I become then you know it I it becomes easier to do it's never easy but it becomes you know a little easier for me well, that's kind of why we started this um mm -hmm. at the time i was telling you guys before we started going live that um renee ran for county commissioner and um had to kind of step step out of a lot of your comfort zones for sure, for sure. and we kind of started doing this not only to highlight amazing women in wichita but to you know and, and we try to dig in and have those conversations um, so we could practice that and we're going live we're not like scripted like okay here we're gonna um, you know we're 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 this is like the only time we usually even have a script yeah we're just we're just talking uh, but it, it it's helped us i think it's helped us both to speak mm -hmm. speak out and speak up and um that's kind of why we want to do this because we were both a little timid about um you know a lot of people don't like to be live and a lot of people are like oh i don't We've had we've had guests on that like you're gonna edit this right and we're like, yeah. sure you know if they're not so, they're not social media people so they're just like yeah. this is, you're gonna edit this part out right and we're like, yeah um, and practicing our voice and because I used to never want to see myself I never wanted to hear myself and so we kind of did this whole thing. To, to kind of build that confidence. We meet with a, a lot of our guests are uh, members here at the Hive and just members and kind of, we've kind of created this, I don't like to use the word tribe because I feel like it's so overused, but we like to, you know, we've, we really created this, um, you know, group of women in this community and not just young women, um, but, you know, mm -hmm. I think diverse groups, whether it's through um, working, you know, working groups like this, or, um, you know, we have a lot of, um, uh, organizations like Junior League and things like that and then we have um, like I'm on a lot of committees for like women's leadership conferences mm -hmm. that bring you know women we have some um, awesome all leadership over. conferences yeah, here we do. Mm -hmm. for women yeah. yeah we have a great entrepreneurial community for women so I think and I think women naturally just do that they're like well, we're gonna start our own little group so maybe we have like too many groups and we need to learn how to combine a little bit but I think for me that's what's helped me is like I can get I can be comfortable and then I can get out there more. And I'm, I'm just kind of bad about just like saying what's on my mind. So um, yeah, <laughs> sometimes it's not, it's Maybe not you're always good a good thing. But yeah, yeah. 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 So people are just like, uh, I had a, uh, uh, one of my classes in high school, I had, um, I don't want to say like kind of a friend of a friend, just this person that was in the class. And she said, I said something that was just real. I was being sarcastic. I always wanted to joke. I was kind of the jokester of the class, class clown. Um, and she didn't really know me very well. And she said, I'll never forget this. She said, Stacey, you just say whatever, whatever's on your mind, don't you? Oh. And she meant it as like a, not, I think I've told you that story before, kind of not a, a compliment at all. That <laughs> was a real like, oh. And so it made me think about it. And I thought, no, well, so it made me think maybe, maybe my sarcasm, not everybody gets it. And I need to maybe be, make sure I'm with those people that get it. And I don't want to hurt people's feelings, obviously. But it's like, learn how to take a joke. Is what I was like, yes. I wasn't making fun of you. I didn't even know what 
I was saying, but it was very like a general. I wasn't poking fun at anyone. And it's yes, like, in fact, I do. Yeah. They went on the <laughs> so yeah, I'm learning with, as the older I get and the more experienced that that's okay. So yeah. yeah. I think it's, um, and I think this has helped me too to be a little more appropriate. Sometimes I curse like a sailor. I do own a bar. I do own a bar. So the fact that we have gone as long as we have without cursing yeah. on the clean is actually because, I mean, that was probably our biggest concern. I think when we started this, is that we probably need to have, you know, our, yeah. our language. Um, and we've been, we've been really good. We've been really good. Well, when you know that, like, there's some mom out there. Yeah. There's some yes. judgmental mom out there listening. You can yeah. be like, yes. okay. My mom's watching like, good job, Stace. <laughs> I, I always think about that. Like, there's a mom watching yeah. with her baby right there. I know. Oh, I know. I was like, yeah. I'll keep it clean. I'll yeah. keep it clean. Exactly. If your kids start watching and you're like, oh, sorry. Yeah, yeah. No, you know, you can't please everybody. Right. Yep. You know, That's right. I posted something recently on social media and had someone text me, oh, my friend got offended by this thing that you said. And I was mm. like, can you just assume that people have positive intentions? I mean, right. why do we why yes. do we go into things people trying to find the, yeah, the, the way the that they're negative. offending someone? Yeah, you know? exactly. I always assume it's supposed to be positive, and then yeah. sometimes it just and comes go off from wrong. there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but yeah, we like to people like to give their opinions when it's online, you know. And you can learn <laughs> as a business owner, uh-huh. you learn that right away that it's not personal, but you sure take it personally sometimes. Yeah. So I've had to get some thicker skin from yeah. that. So I'm sure in film that's something yeah. too. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, how about yeah. 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 We're talking to the nice yeah. You are a kind. Oh, yeah. Passionate critic. Not nice. Passionate critic. Hashtag not nice. It is real, though. Like, I did a I did a review, and my review of Wonder Woman, it was the most views that we had online. And somebody, I don't know who, it wasn't me, posted it on another site like Reddit or something like that. And I was like, oh my gosh, somebody shared my, you know, I'm like freaking out. And I went and the comments were so mean oh, about the way I look. Yeah. And, oh, of course. And, yeah. and I like, was like, to do with oh my yeah. gosh. And it was kind of funny because people are funny when they're being mean sometimes. <laughs> right. But it was just like, okay, this is why I try to be very... Um, uh, thoughtful mm-hmm. in my critiques yeah. is because uh, mm-hmm. th- 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 you know this director is probably not hearing my review but if they did yeah. I wouldn't want to disparage them yeah. um, I want to be clear yeah. um, but, and 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 but still yeah. and, and as it turns out that's do, doable like you can do that yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, you know, yeah. haven't learned that art of yes. you know being able to it provide is an art constructive feedback yeah. about mm-hmm. yeah. I think it, for sure being I think it helps <laughs> craft a class or something yeah it helps like make you um a, a better artist a more aware person I yeah. think to mm-hmm. say okay I saw this movie mm-hmm. of yeah. my friend's I did not think yeah. it was very good. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. there's always, and this is not meant to sound like a dig at all. I've mm-hmm. said this before and people are like, oh, that's funny. No, but mm-hmm. I mean it sincerely. Mm-hmm. We know how effing hard it is to yeah. do this, yeah. to run a business, to start a business, mm-hmm. to be running a podcast, yes. to operate a co-working space. Mm-hmm. All of these yeah. things right. is real hard. You got to mm-hmm. respect that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, Respect that. Mm-hmm. If you saw a movie you didn't like, 
I'm sure there's one thing that you can take away from it that's mm-hmm. positive. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm right. sure there's yeah. one thing that you can share with that filmmaker. Yeah, yeah. Right? for sure. I I'm like I practice that mm-hmm. and like thus far I haven't I mean as the producer folks don't usually come to me with creative critiques <laughs> so I'm usually just like oh. <laughs> um somewhere off to the side where Malho really answers all the questions but um but it's like you keep practicing that and mm-hmm. you're not going to get people coming back to you there like that'll have an effect on them well, yeah. that sandwich yeah. technique is, yeah and that's what it, I was gonna works. Say. It, it works, works. <laughs> it works it works there's always something positive it's you not work, just yeah. for kids yeah <laughs> <laughs> it helps us all yeah i think that's exactly what i was going to say like do this sandwich technique have you ever, have you ever read an email from somebody and you're like they're doing the sandwich <laughs> yes. like, yeah. i know what you're up yeah. to you're also like i appreciate yeah. you yeah you're like hey, yeah, yeah. All right, guys. So, um, I think for events, we're just really focused on tall grass for this one. This weekend starts starts tonight, um, seven o'clock. Um, I think is the the opening night film. Mm-hmm. Um, everything's at tallgrassfilmfest.com. Um, and the app. Get, get the, the app. app. <laughs> yeah, get the app. I just, yeah. Um, you can build your schedule that way, so you don't yeah. have to like put it on the you calendar and anything so you know you where to, to go. Know. That's the, mm-hmm. the thing too. Not only does it tell you the time it and like really good app. info, yeah. it tells you where to go. Because sometimes you're like, where do I need to be? And I need to be there like right now because yeah. you're trying to do it back to back. Who designed so. the app? Do we know? Yeah, I'm not sure. Who designed that? I don't know. <laughs> find out. It's really, it's really yeah, awesome. We'll find out. It's, it's a huge help. So, and a lot of the, the, um, like the Once Upon a River and like the, um, the featured films and then the short, you know, the, what do they call it? Like blocks of shorts. A lot of those are like also events on Facebook too. So if mm-hmm. you do a lot of your mm-hmm. planning your calendar on mm-hmm. Facebook, you can do it that way too. So sure. check it out. If you've not been, at least come to something. There's so many things. It starts now through Sunday, uh, Sunday evening. Um, so we are going to be out next week, but join us right back here live at the Hive at our usual 11 o'clock time on October 30th. We'll be here. Our guest will be Amanda Myers, who's the executive director of the Wichita Family Crisis Center. So we're excited. We're thank excited you guys so much for joining us. Yes. Oh, thank you for having us. Yes. Oh, thank you. Come out and see these wonderful ladies and have a, a wonderful Wonder Woman Wednesday. Thanks. Yeah, we just recorded a podcast live here at the Tall Grass Film Festival. Be sure to follow Ceiling Breakers on Facebook and Instagram at Ceiling Breakers ICT. You can also find our website at CeilingBreakersICT.com. Also, be sure to subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts. Bye! Bye.